Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 8th, Nicolaus Copernicus. After Copernicus earned a doctorate in church law, he became a church administrator and a medical doctor. For fun, he studied, and his studies included astronomy. By 1514, he was widely known as an expert in astronomy, and church leaders sought his help in reforming the Julian calendar. He was the first to propose that the earth revolved around the sun. He also taught that the earth rotated on its axis. Nowadays, middle school kids know that. But in the 16th century, these ideas were new and controversial. On this date, in 1510, Copernicus was elected chancellor in Frumberg, Poland. Challenge the thinking of the day and make a better future. Nicolaus Copernicus wasn't your typical astronomer. His job revolved around medical and priestly duties, and he was so busy managing church affairs that astronomy became little more than a hobby. But his hobby led him to discover knowledge, new knowledge, that could lead to important advances for society and to being shunned, or worse, to his death. And with this dangerous new knowledge, Copernicus discovered that though people can resist new knowledge, a courageous few can make lasting change. Copernicus was meticulous in his studies. Everything he did, he did with care and as much precision as possible. At the time, the Earth was thought to be the center of the universe. Even the church supported this notion, using it as proof of God. But what Copernicus saw in the motions of the heavens didn't match what he had previously learned, and so he proposed a new theory. The Earth wasn't the center. He postulated the Sun was the center of the solar system, and the Earth revolved around it. So did the other planets, and his discoveries didn't challenge his belief in God, but strengthened it. But would others come to believe as he did? The world was changing. Columbus had discovered a new land. Martin Luther had challenged the church. Explorers were expanding a world once thought to be small and confined. But not everyone was on board with such drastic changes. Anyone who dared to challenge the knowledge of the day risked the death penalty. Copernicus understood this, and it worried him. Stories about fellow intellectuals being burned at the stake echoed in his mind. He didn't want to face such a fate. So Copernicus stayed silent. Fear at first had won. For more than 30 years, his discoveries remained hidden to all but a select few. But one day, as Copernicus got older, a German named Redicus came across Copernicus' work and deemed it revolutionary. Originally, Copernicus had resolved that his discoveries would only be subtle talk amongst the scientific community. But Redicus disagreed. Copernicus needed to publish his work to everyone and therefore change the world. Well, Copernicus hesitated. He remembered what had happened to people who dared to challenge the knowledge of the day. He also wanted to make sure the work was done right. The mathematics had to be perfect, the science unmistakable. If he was to be challenged, he wanted to make sure the proof was unchallengeable. But Redicus would not give up. He reminded Copernicus that despite the fear that kept him quiet, 
there were younger intellectuals who would crave his scientific knowledge. And if that knowledge got out, everyone would finally realize the truth. That truth wouldn't challenge their faith or make the authority of the church crumble. It would make God's creation understood. Redicus's persistence paid off, and after realizing that his friend was right, Copernicus agreed to publish. The man who had spent a lifetime serving the faith now had to put it to practice. The truth of how God had made the universe needed to get out to the public, and fear couldn't stop him. The book with Copernicus's discoveries was assembled and sent to Nuremberg, Germany, to be printed. But the controversy had only just begun. When word reached the people of the town that such a book was about to be released, accusations of heresy and threats of excommunication showed up. The university there even threatened to break the printing press. Friends had to get weapons and protect the printing press, and three times there was an attempted break-in, once with fire. For Copernicus, anxiety rose, but he didn't back down. He would see the book finished and published. Copernicus lived out the truth of Psalm 56.3, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. It wasn't long before Copernicus, in his old age and frail health, had a stroke. He became paralyzed on one side. But a notice came that the printed book would be ready in three days. Copernicus managed to stay alive just long enough. As he lay dying, the messenger arrived and put the book in his hand. The truth had been printed. Faith had overcome fear. In the end, the book he had published, De Revolutionibus Orbium Celestium, The Revolutions of the Heavenly Spheres, went on to change the scientific world as we know it. Does the status quo need to be challenged? Challenge the thinking of the day and make a better future. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.